<laughs> oh, hold up. Hang on, I, 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 got a, I got a burp start coming. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody, and hello, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Yo. If you saw last week, you know that we just filmed. And we're back with the live setup. We've actually been sitting in this exact position for a whole week. Haven't left. <laughs> we're here with another episode for you guys because the grind does not stop. We have, we've been requested to do more serious movies. And this week, I think, really <laughs> makes me reflect on that sentiment uh, and uh, agree. Oh my gosh. So, we have a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, arguably... Two of them are cinema. Yeah, this Tops. was a silly, goofy week for us. Not only was it both of our birthday weeks, but we've just been kind of busy running we've been around. Busy doing and things. I just, just wanted something a little bit sillier out of the movies we were watching each night. You know? So the first movie we watched is Will Smith's classic. This is such a classic TV movie. Hancock. TV movie is a perfect way to explain this because this is the exact kind of movie that would be playing on the TV, that your dad would be watching it. Like, he'd be standing like this for the first, like, 40 minutes of it, and then he'd, like, eventually sit down, and then he'd, like, get up to leave, like, right before it ends. Yeah. This is, like, the movie they'd be playing on, playing in, like, the bagel shop. Yeah. Know? Like, this is just something that appears on TV. You'd never actually go out of your way to put it on. Unless but, you're us. Unless you're us. Because <laughs> uh, you've never seen it. No, I have never even heard of this movie, and once it was on your list, I actually actively avoided picking it because the poster gives me the hugest ick. This image, we'll put it behind our heads, of Will Smith. I don't know what it is, but that poster, I can't even look at it for that long. Had I known, though, that uh, Jason Bateman was in this film, I definitely would have picked it a lot sooner because... I have to say, I'm a fan of, of him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm realizing more and more every time I watch a Jason Bateman film that he just exists. I'm not sure if he's a good actor or if he's just like that. But He's just a little guy. I, I appreciate it either way. Yeah, he's just a little friendly guy. He is a friendly guy. Would you um, like to tell the audience the plot? Yeah, so this came out in 2008, and it was one of the first like real honest versions of like a realistic superhero this was like before the mainstream popularity of the boys or uh you know even really the incredibles or anything like that like marvel was still just hitting its stride i think iron man just came out pretty recently um you know it it was 2004 is when the incredibles came out what around the same time all right either way this but this takes it in a totally different direction 2008 yeah um Iron Man just came out, so Iron Man was kind of doing a similar but yeah, more kid-friendly yeah. thing, uh, whereas Hancock was taking it in, like, the who watches the Watchmen sort of sense. Like, Hancock is this, like, Superman, invincible guy, but he's so, like, depressed that he's, like, a drunk, and he's no one likes him, and uh, he kind of just does whatever he wants. Yeah. And then he bumps into... Um, Charlize Theron. Oh, Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. <laughs> and he uh, basically learns that Jason Bateman is like, hey, you should be a superhero and everyone will like you if you wear the spandex and do the dance. You um, are an objectively good person. It makes you really wonder what the purpose of this movie was because it certainly exists. But then, <laughs> t- plot twist, after everything's going great, everything's going smooth, everything's yeah. going perfect, Jason Bateman's wife is superhero like Hancock 
Yeah. But not only that, she's actually Hancock's faded, long, long time, like, wife. Ex-lover? Like, the, Ex? the, the, the lore of Hancock is that they came to Earth together, and then the people that stay together, I guess, like, turned to humans, and those are, like, well, formed primitive humans or whatever. These two just didn't. And so they, like, sort of stayed as, like, superheroes, gods, whatever. Yeah. She um, kind of made this thing of, like, every time that we were together, they would come after you. And it was, like, a very vague kind of, like, what does that mean? But I'm thinking it might have something to do with race, but they also didn't want to touch on it. This is Will Smith movie, so I feel like at some point there was a race conversation, but by the time the film got written and produced and edited, there's, well, yeah, n- there's that, none it, of that. It's very vibes. vague, but it's just you have to think they were supposed to be lovers in, like, America in the... 30s and 40s like it would make sense to me so However, anyway, it's never really touched on it's kind of just not they were important. supposed to be in love they get into a big fight after because of this and he sh- and, then, and then then he just sort of goes away from her because that way they could both be super i don't even remember how it ends that's how it ends ah, yeah okay yeah it's definitely one of those movies that like the 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 rising action and the beginning is a lot more interesting than that like I give it a four Climax. bag. I give it a four bag, four and I'll bag. explain myself on yeah. this because you might think, "Wow, that's a lot for a TV movie." I just have a lot of nostalgia for this. This was definitely one of my more memorable Will Smith films, mm-hmm. and honestly, Will Smith playing a superhero like, come on, that's that makes it's sense. Well that actually makes so much sense. Like people wouldn't make. Sorry, I was doing a slap. Oh, like the Oscars thing. Sorry. I think that's fine. He just loves his wife and respects his wife. Yeah. Anyways, Will Smith is Will bags? Smith in this How movie. I gave it three and a half. I thought, like I said before, the beginning of it was interesting. The plot twist is fun. Um, but beyond that, it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't do much beyond that. But I think it's fun. I think if you like Jason Bateman and you're looking for a little bit more of a fun little guy, Jason Bateman content, you could Speaking check it out. Speaking of fun little guys... Is, is Matthew McConaughey little, though? No, he's so tall, but he's a fun guy. And he's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a fun little movie. I loved this movie. I really did. This is, this is one of the rom-coms somehow that I have not watched, which is saying something because I am such a lover of rom-coms, especially, like, early 2000s rom-coms. Um, I, I really don't like Matthew McConaughey, and I'm slowly getting over my fear of him, and I think this was a big step for me watching this movie. Um, a couple I would of years never ago, I would have never watched this. I would have never imagined Matthew McConaughey playing any sort of leading man in a rom-com, ever. But he does it so well. But he actually is, does a pretty good job. And granted, it's more of a, of like, he's playing her, she's playing him, kind oh, of Oh, it's like, a classic. They get themselves all locked up in such a classic rom-com situation. Yeah, what's that situation? Oh my god, I mean, she lives in New York and she's working at a fashion and maybe not a fashion but like a lifestyle magazine first of all epic start to a rom-com okay she needs to write an article how to lose a guy in 10 days um and she's basically gonna do everything in her power to lose Matthew McConaughey she's gonna date him and then over 10 days get rid of him catch is he has been bet by somebody to keep her for 10 days and bring her to this gala at the end of 10 days 
So she's like just going absolutely crazy, being like the world's craziest girlfriend. And um, Matthew McConaughey is like just doing his best to deal with it so that they're still together at the end of the 10 days. You know, at the end, they both find out about it. And like in any normal situation, they would just absolutely both hate each other. But like, cause it's a rom-com, you're still like secretly rooting for them to get together. And then they like do, and it's cute and it's fun. I really like the ending when he's like looking for her after that they split yeah. up where he's like Pete, he's driving his motorcycle yeah. in between all the taxis looking yeah. in. That's that's a really fun image. And, it's and so New York. There's there's some fun New York moments, and it's it's it's, it's honestly kind of a sleep on one. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought this was a New York this classic, was, but it is. Yeah. And so for that, three and a half. I give it four bags. I thought it was really really fun. I I, feel had, like I thought it was a little bit long. I was just about to say the pacing of it. The, uh, again, with the the beginning of the film in the middle was a lot of fun, but around the end, I started to get a little bit like. Okay, we're getting the gimmick of it. Like it's kind of back and forth, and and um, you know, even in these kind of rom com situations, I feel like more often than not, you're kind of like, wow, they're both crazy. Um, but I would have loved to see like a little bit more of a reason why we should have rooted for them to be together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still cute, and 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 I did think they had really good on screen chemistry, and I thought Kate Hudson just looked amazing in this movie her hair was so adorable and she just she's just i just love kate hudson she's so cute um and i thought it was a solid four bags i i think it was solid three and a half all right so next on my birthday i completed happy birthday i completed my birthday tradition which i have done many many years in a row which is that i watch a disney channel original movie specifically camp rock i've probably done this like five of my recent birthdays um it's just something i do i'm always drawn to that movie especially since i recently went to a jonas brothers concert and it was so much fun i was just in such a camp rock mood you know um and it slays i mean i don't have much to say about this film at this point besides like it's iconic to me in my childhood this is probably like up there in one of my favorite decoms lemonade mouth will always be top tier but like camp rock is so solid and if you haven't seen it you're just absolutely missing out i just don't know what to tell you and for all you men out there uh the mets aren't doing good this year <laughs> no but like i don't really know what to tell you guys it's so good it's so I didn't good even it. i would give Demi it lovato I however love many you. bags i need to to not get yelled jo- at <laughs> joe jonas i love you nick jonas i i I, 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 I do jonas. believe Celebrity culture is a disease, and Disney is probably one of the biggest perpetrators of the, the, um, the indoctrination. Of I the mean, yeah, definitely that. learning that Demi Lovato was like coked out during the, the filming of this has made me look at it a, a slightly differently. Um, don't love that you know she was going through that at the time. However, I think it really shows and adds to the performance, though. Yeah, because there, it's so it's so it's she, so she camp. has it's she so has camp. the wide eyes of a deer and on coke no it's it's so camp it's good it's so good so she's really good (laughs) she's really good so speaking of really good the next movie we watched who framed uh, roger rabbit this was one of those movies i feel like i would have loved as a kid but i never saw it as a kid we definitely missed out on, like, this would have been such a childhood classic for both of us. I feel like 
I don't know what our parents were not doing that we didn't see this movie, but, like, it just has the exact vibes of something I would have loved as a kid. However, I will say, as a former sensitive child, it is a little bit on the intense side, at least at the end, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, I thought that this movie is, like, very, very fun, considering it was made in 1988. Oh yeah. Um, the the 2D animation blending with 3D really hasn't been done. This was like a sort of a proof of concept, I feel. And they took like the Warner Brothers IP and just ran with it. You know, Looney Tunes and you, you got, got Disney Disney cartoons. Uh, it, it's it's a really fun time. Um, and honestly, I like didn't even recognize this at for a minute. But the main character is played by Bob Hoskins, who you guys might know as. Super Mario from the Mario Brothers movie. It's a me, Mario. He doesn't do the voice. He talks like a regular Bob Hoskins. But I love him. And apparently during the production of this movie, he like went a little bit insane because of having to talk to himself in a room like that. Because they didn't have actors or balls to look at. They just were like, look, look, look there. Have your eye line there. Yeah. And, uh, that must have been insane. He, 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 he really apparently hated this production. He hated, hated, hated it. And uh, for that, I would have to say that I thought Doc Brown was a better performance. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, I think animation-wise... But that is insane that he they just were like, we'll just put people here. Like, just do it. Yeah, just do um, it. And Doc Brown, they didn't really have to do yeah. that. They were like, we'll draw over your eyes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Animation-wise, I have to say, like, for the 80s, this looks really good. And I think most, if not all, of that has to do with the fact that it is 2D animated on top of the it's crazy 3D to think. world. And it's like, when we were watching this, I just kept thinking, like, this animation style is so timeless. Like, it just looks good in, in this film that is from the 80s. Can I be real? Oh, yeah. Real quick. Uh, the only thing I knew about this film was Jessica Rabbit. I feel like that's what, like, most That's what everyone know probably knows this film if you're yeah, our generation yeah. who had, didn't watch this as yeah, a kid. You just know yeah. the big booby lady. Um, I thought she wasn't going to be as sexualized. I really thought there was going to be a joke more about, like, how she's, like, smart or, like, uh, how she has a different thing going other than just the yeah, way her look. Yeah, she definitely... But it's, her character is her... Is, yeah. Exactly reflected yeah. in I her mean, that's definitely books. like, oh, okay, like, we, like, okay, we get we're it. seeing that. We... And there's fun references too, like Betty Boop oh, is in this. I know. And like Donald the main... Duck and, um. Daffy. Daffy Duck. Is that Daffy Duck? Donald yeah. Duck and Daffy Duck. Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. Yeah, that's yes. what you're saying with the dueling pianos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did this like they were kissing. Um, no, it's just so good. And, and like I said, the animation style, it really holds up. I will up. say, the weakest part of it is probably Roger Rabbit himself. It's kind of annoying. Who the fuck is he? Why, what is he? He's just a rabbit in pants. He's like an annoying, like, wannabe Bugs Bunny. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like his art, like, his face. I didn't like his voice. I didn't like his thing. I didn't like anything about him. So Roger Rabbit. For I that, feel like again, as a kid, I would have thought he was like so funny. But as an adult, I'm gonna, I'm just like I'm tired. I don't want to deal with you. Like why? Are yeah, you I'm so relating energetic? more to Bob Hoskins. I know. Um, so as, so an, as maybe an adult, that says something about us. I, I don't know. I, 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 I miss you, Mr. Mario. Um, Three bags, rest in peace. Yeah, I think that. But I, again, 
I don't think that the second half of this movie was as strong as the first half. And I didn't love the way that they blended um, the animation with Christopher Lloyd when he became a toon. Yeah. And I think if he if he's going to be a toon, I would have loved for them to commit to that and just animate a full toon version of him. Yeah. I didn't like the half human, half toon thing. Maybe that's just me, but like it just fell into that weird... And Weird and this is this is another one of those movies we fell asleep during. So, based on the comments from last time, yeah, but we we watched we... the ends, guy. We watched the end. Okay, guys, don't come for us. I give it three bags. Three bags. Imagine I just I gave I it just, three bags as well. I don't no, think no, no, this I was, would work I was well saying. with if it was three D animated. You would just be able to know exactly what time period it was made. Yeah, do you know what three D animation looked like at the time? Not like. Nothing. No, actually, there was one thing. A music video. A music video. <laughs> no, but like, even nowadays, if you made that and it was three D animated, in a in ten years, you would know when it was made. Two D two D animation. It does is is like a very timeless I, strategy, I but it also the amount of budget it. they must have spent. Oh my god! It's I can't uh, I can't fathom. I mean, in, I would in, love to see like that concept done cheaper. Oh yeah, it'd be I, I I I love it. We love this movie. I give it three bags. So anyway, next up we got the Karate Kid. Would this... you like to explain your bit behind this movie? <laughs> my bit? What am I? A joke to you? I'm like <laughs> my life is a funny gag. Yeah, you're a funny guy. Okay. So when I was a kid growing up, I did karate, and so when the movie theater was playing a film called The Karate Kid. My mom said, yeah, let's let's take the kids to go to the Karate Kid. Only makes sense, right? Um, well, turns out the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan remake of the Karate Kid wasn't the original 1980s version. Yeah. And so I never saw the original. I only ever saw the remake. And so I, I, I knew the whole, like, wax on, wax off. And, Did like, they the, do that in the remake? Mm, yeah, probably. Oh. And they probably do the fly thing. They really lean into the fly catching thing. Um, um, I, I've seen it, but and, I don't really remember. And it is a, yeah, it's a very forgettable. It's like the Karate Kid without any of the personality. Yeah, yeah. And so watching this was just really fun. It was very like eighties camp, like bad guys on motorcycles yeah, on the beach pushing you so over 80s. in front of the girl. Like it's just it's so it's 80s. so, it's so good. unapologetically eighties camp that it's amazing. Five bags, like um, such a fun movie. Yeah, well, as like, a karate kid myself, I can confirm this made you want to do feel, karate. I feel like a, a sense of pride towards this movie, or which because is, of this movie. Which I'm is, not it's, sure. it's funny because a lot of the movies they're like, you don't need a belt, like that's stupid. You know, it's it's more about like the actual oh, reasoning, yeah, like, self defense of yeah, it all, yeah. rather than like the for show. But I liked it a lot because like shit. it reminded me a lot of my karate training, where we 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 talked cleaned a lot your about cars. How, <laughs> yeah, we went and we cleaned my, my we painted the fucking building and then we cleaned a car and then she was like, now you can go to a fight. This this is not a good way to block. Something. We need to talk about that, but first of all, I was just gonna say like I really liked that it it focused a lot on karate. Literally translates to empty hand, and it's a self defense. Like you're learning it for self defense. You're not learning it to be like a violent, like go out. That's and what use like to fight every. People. That's what every karate kid that I know says. But then at the end of the day, they're always like, throw a punch at me, throw a punch, like but try to try to like punch me. 
because they want to show off what they know. Yeah. And then they're like, just trying to throw you into the ground as hard as they can. And you're like, dude, I don't want to, I'm that not going to punch you. Yeah. It's, it, it is something about giving, like, <clears throat> taking, like, those tools and then giving them to, like, a, like a, a hyper 14-year-old boy, you know? There's yeah. something, there's something funny about that. Um, but yeah, we need to talk about how, like, I love the Karate Kid. I love, like, the, like, the whole, like, wax on, wax off scene. Obviously, it's, like, iconic. Beyond it being iconic, like, I really do like the idea of, like, finding, like, repetitive motion in something and then kind of, like, taking that and going, like, now use that for something different, you know? Like, karate is not, like, it's taking the violence out of it in a way. However, like, the, like painting a whole building is not going to teach you how to block a punch. Like, it's just not. My favorite bit was at the end of the tournament when he's doing, like, leg sweeps and, like, back jabs. He, when did it's he like, ever learn how to do that? What it, was, was he, like, breaking watermelons with his elbow? Yeah, like, like when, when did, did he get to see that? that, right? No, like, literally. Um, also, the ending is crazy because it really just goes, like... It just ends. It just goes... He kicked him in the face. Oh my god, he wins! Woo! The end. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just it's just over. You're like, oh, okay. There's the credits. It I doesn't, mean. but it it's like, okay, that's the end. Like, what else do you want? I mean, they did make a whole ass Netflix show. Yeah, like there's more Karate Kids. If you want to see what happens, just watch the second one. I guess that's so true, but like, it's just. From that storytelling aspect, it, it, I'm used to some yeah, resolution. Yeah, like there's always just a little bit. Half. He'd be like eating dinner with his mom, or, or like even like this going to school, going out with his girl. Yeah, also, like I back have at to the say, beach, or like him and that girl kind of spend a lot of time being like annoyed at each other. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of like dumb romance plot that I just the romance really... plot I think is like fun, but I think like, it's a good um, motivator. I don't know if we needed that much of it for the. Film. for what it was but i thought it was fun i thought also, it was fine though we have to revisit like the second one because i don't know the last time that i've seen any of the other films from like the karate kid franchise and i am looking forward to one day watching the cobra kai tv show which i have missed out on um and like i said as a former karate kid i feel like it might be my duty to watch that one um but as a real lover of ralph macchio you cannot go wrong with this movie. Like, Ralph Macchio, when he shows up, I'm gonna have a good time, okay? That's that's on that. Mr. Miyagi has an insane backstory. Mr. Miyagi is, like, the most interesting and part I of this love, whole movie. I, what I really loved when we were watching it is that you you were like, oh my god, this is actually in the movie, because you thought that they just made that up for Community. Yeah, I saw the Community episode where they do, like, Ben Chang playing Mr. Yeah. Miyagi in the musical version of the Karate Kid or whatever. And, like, I was just like, oh, okay, that's funny. They gave, made, gave him a whole, like, dead wife plot to, like, you know, ham up Chang's, like, acting center yeah. forward. No. Like, it's just part of the movie. No, that's just how the movie is. It's just how the movie is. It's crazy because the remake doesn't do any of that. And they also like why did yeah. they get rid of that I mean maybe they did and I just didn't remember it um, I don't think I want to check out the remake honestly no I'm offense. not trying I to do either. love the the song the Justin Bieber never say never but uh that's about it anyway five bags I give movie. it four and a half bags honestly might bump it up to five because now that I'm like looking back on it I think I was like I don't know 
so one and a half. I, I'm, I feel I'm like gonna change it to five. The next movie Live we have on our list right here. I'm changing it to five bags. Wow, I'm glad. Just wanted everyone to know. So the next movie we have on our list is a little bit of a polarizing film. <laughs> it has a two point three average on Letterboxd. Grown Ups Two. Now you might think, okay, I remember the first Grown Ups. I remember being really grossed out by it. I remember it being like really cringy. But Grown Ups Two was actually okay. Why is this movie better than the original Grown Ups? Like, I, like this movie doesn't isn't this movie is like totally just said fuck it, no plot. No, this movie it was like they made Grown Ups, which like even Grown Ups has like a slight plot to it's it. It's like we're going like, on oh, vacation they're going on and vacation. they're taking all the kids yeah, to their childhood yeah. vacation home. It's like, um, okay. okay, they made Grown Ups. That movie like it did its thing. This was like Adam Sandler was like. I want to hang out with my friends again. Like, we already all have characters in the grown-ups universe. Let's just Do continue doing that. Um, there's about 500 different things that happen in this movie. None of them are exactly <laughs> plot-related. Besides the fact that they, like, have a big party together at the end. But, like... Yeah. It's it, it, basically just the guys, like... Being um, funny. And, and Adam Sandler, Paul Blart, Kevin... You call him Paul Blart. His name is Kevin James. Kevin from James. King of Queens. That's why I said Kevin because I was trying to come King of up, Queens. Come up with this last. We live name. in Queens. King Chris, of Queens. Chris Rock and David Spade. And what I love about this compared to Grown Ups Two is that Shaquille O'Neal's in this. Shaquille O'Neal was having so much fun in this Shaquille movie. Shaquille O'Neal must have had a blast filming um, this. I was gonna he, say he 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 has a bald spot. He's wearing like a, a fake hair that just has a giant afro with a bald spot. It's so funny. It's so funny. And he's it's just so he's always just like having a fun time. Like, I don't know what to say. He's getting um, soaped up at the car wash or like like it's just, just so fell asleep in a little kid's yeah. like house yeah. outside. Has his head and legs sticking out either end of the house. Like, come on. The thing is... In- it's just a funny visual, <laughs> yeah. Dad. He's so good. That, that really helps sell this movie. There's a lot of little things that I feel like kind of help put this above Grown Ups 1. Um, I think the biggest being that Rob Schneider is not in this film. Yeah, Rob Schneider, I feel like, either had things to do or just, like, they're trying to distance themselves from Rob Schneider. I was just going to say, I think this movie is a very fun adam sandler experience if you're looking for a fun little adam sandler and friends comedy this is probably one of the better ones i'd give it honestly four bags yeah so it's definitely an adam sandler movie take that with a grain of salt like i have to say a couple of things about it being adam sandler number one the women are i want to say like not over sexualized, but definitely sexualized in the way that it's There's literally a line where like one of the women's are like trying to steal Adam Sandler back and she's like, you know, well like how are how are you gonna keep Adam Sandler away from his like true love with like a great bod? And she's like, I hope so. Yeah. Like it's it's very like yeah. But Adam like you Sandler love to see that. Salma Hayek like looking good. Like I'm not gonna complain about that, you know? But like there's this whole plot where it's like spoiler alert but like she's pregnant and like adam sandler's all like oh you're so emotional like what do you have some hormone thing going on you know what i mean and it's like dude what do you mean anyways that's how i talk to you no it's not that's how all guys and, talk to women. And, and no it is not um but yeah i think if you didn't like <laughs> uh no it is not um <laughs> if you didn't like grown-ups one if you had a hard time with grown-ups one like me i really had a hard time getting through that one this movie is objectively, in my opinion, better. I think 
whatever they 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 there's like a lot of needless boring plots like with um these like frat bros yeah but like but it's, it's so funny. fun when halfway through taylor lautner and I will say, Milo Ventolamiaga. The film, the film opens with like the weakest Justin part. Justin from the Wizards of Waverly Place just show up the, the, and the start film, fighting. The everyone. film, the film opens with the weakest part, with it oh. opening with a CGI deer peeing and running through the oh, house. Oh, skip kinda. that part. It's such a weak opening to the film, but if you can make it past the first scene, I, I think fun, I think this movie. movie this movie is is it's it's. You you don't have to pay attention because there's no plot. You can you can you could have this in the background if you're working or in and out of doing stuff. Kind of just tune into this movie and you'd probably see probably a, a decently funny bit. I'm not gonna say it's laugh out loud funny, but you're definitely gonna do like a like a nose yeah, kind of laugh. Nose and you know sometimes like that's all you need. So how many bags? I give it three bags. I think. That's, so that's all we got we for this. Know, we just have been on a weird kind of vibe. So um, we're told to watch more cinema. If you if you have any serious cinema recommendations, drop them down below. If you have any silly, goofy, fun time movies, also drop those down below because we could never get enough of those. You love silly, goofy well, movies. Well, it's just on sometimes your list. at the end of my my day, I like to throw on my, something my list a is like goofy. Apocalypse Now, Citizen Kane, The Godfather. Your list is like Camp Rock 3. There is no Camp Rock 3, unfortunately. There's only two. You're, you're, we're always expanding and doing more. If you really actually liked the seeing our faces this whole thing please let us know like we'll, if we'll you like if it. you like us doing this you have to give this video a thumbs up or what no because you don't have to you don't have to add this video to your likes playlist because I, I get that i'm not someone who likes to add things to my likes playlist but if you really did go for it uh i think more if, if, if you want to show your appreciation give a give a comment give a give some yeah, feedback if you like because that video. always helps with viewer engagements and helps uh, boost our video in the in the in the thing Thank you so much and for joining us this week. Thank you so much for watching this and week. And thank you so much for watching this week. Thanks. Thanks for watching, though, for again. Tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Or at least you'll hear us next time. <laughs> you'll hear us next time. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. As always, yeah, have, a, have a good one. And a Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Bye, Mom. See you, Cindy. Oh my god, the 